0: My husband and I have been married for four years. He enjoys being kicked in his boys during sex or even just throughout the day.
1: What? He he I, uh, he what? <laughs> he likes to get kicked in the nuts?
0: I guess, that's what his boys shut, mean. Shut
1: the fuck up.
0: <laughs> and welcome back to Gizmo I'm Alex. And
1: I am John. And, and we're, we're, your your hosts. <laughs> we're your fucking host. we're your fucking host today. <laughs>
0: Oh um, man, right. Get John! Get you, pumped!
1: Get excited! Wait. Get pumped!
0: Pineapple.
1: I know. I said, "Which flavor do you want?" And you go. I don't drink those. So well, I was like, "Fuck you! I I'm gonna get like whatever I want." The like
0: raspberry flavor. Let me try that.
1: No, I don't think you should. But well,
0: why didn't you like give me one? Because
1: I pointed to them in Trader Joe's and so I go, "Which one do you want? Pick one." But I, said, I know there's." I said,
0: no- and I said, "Pick whichever one you want." I, I don't I, like those.
1: Exactly. Pick whatever you want. I don't drink those. I
0: said, "I don't like those." Because
1: there's God forbid there's no LaCroix in Trader Joe's.
0: I chose other seltzers from Trader Joe's that I really like.
1: They're not the, seltzers though, are they? Yeah, they are. You go, they're not that seltzers. That
0: was a different one that I got. Are you just
1: going to constantly lie?
0: Uh, those aren't lies. They were, I got three different seltzers. A Guilty. peach, a pineapple, and then a different brand of something else. And it was not a flavored seltzer. It was something else. But I didn't know that they had pineapple of that. And I want to try that brand.
1: <laughs> you got like lipstick and stuff. I don't want you like mess it up my mouth can whole.
0: John do you know what else I do with this mouth (laughs) Come on Just a little
1: sip Let me get one first (sighs) So aggressive
0: It's okay I I definitely like The pineapple ones that I got better (laughs) Did my lip gloss get on that
1: All over it
0: My lip gloss be cool My lip gloss be popping Remember People are going to make fun of me
1: for doing this But I just my mom with the red <laughs> lipstick her whole life. Mine's glossed. It's, it's just not like lipstick. I know, but it's like just like traumatic with me growing up. My mom lipstick, red lipstick everywhere on all the cups I and glasses, like- on my face, on her teeth, and I'm like, I can't. It just it was always grossed me out. Always.
0: Lipstick reminds me of my grandma because she always puts it on. It's like you don't have to do anything else. Just like put lipstick on and you're ready for the day. But she would always kiss every dog. And so like we would go over her house and every single dog, their snout would have red lips all over She's like the biggest dog lover.
1: Is red stick? Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Is lipstick still like a thing? Is that like? Yeah. I think
0: it's more like stain. I don't know. I don't. I just I'm a gloss, glossy gal. You don't
1: normally wear that sometimes you are not all the time but like is that still a big thing that women do is like wear lipstick yeah. and gloss and stuff People still wear lipstick yeah I, I know they still wear it but is it as much as like that
0: no i down. don't think like you have to exit your car without putting lipstick on
1: it's more of like a Wait. naturalistic
0: did i say that correctly or did i say that backwards yeah like you don't have to step outside
1: of your car yeah and put lipstick on before you step outside of your car right you
0: don't have to do that got it you don't have to do anything but to each their own if you're a lipstick lady. Perfect. If you're not, who the fuck cares?
1: Just don't kiss me with lipstick on. That's all.
0: What like what are we even talking about? How was your week?
1: How was my week? How was my week? My week was good, productive, you know, nothing crazy. I don't know, nothing. The only thing that's like new that's going on right now is everything with the strike that's going on in LA, which is pretty wild.
0: It's wild, just like the timing that we're here. We're like, we want to pitch a show, Writer strike. I know. <laughs> it's okay, though. Everything happens for a reason. And I mean, we moved to LA more soon. It's for union workers to get paid more, which they deserve.
1: So yeah,
0: too many greedy mofos at the top, which I do want to say for anyone who might not understand that 95% of actors are not millionaires, actually probably even more than that. People who are part of the union. I think it's a misconception that everyone who's part of SAG and part of the union is just a rich celebrity in LA but that is so far from the truth most people are just trying to survive and everyone has side jobs like when I was an extra I wasn't in the union but I made eight whole dollars an hour wow yeah
1: I don't really can't really talk on it because I don't know enough about any of this I'm just learning about it like I didn't know there was unions I didn't know there was a writer's union or an actor's union. you didn't know about
0: SAG no really no I just thought that that was, like, common knowledge. No,
1: because remember, this is your <laughs> It is dream, my dream. All right? I do. Winning <laughs> an Oscar is your See? dream. But thank
0: you, Don. Like, if it was yours, you would have known that you would have to be part of the I like union. to
1: fake it till I make it. I'll learn as I go, you know? Okay. I'm learning about it now.
0: You're, you mean... I'll teach you and then you'll just... You
1: bullet point it for me. You cliff note it's it. It's fine.
0: I'll be happy for you. But it, like I said, you could feel two things at the same time. Happy <laughs> for you and also fucking pissed. It's fine. I'm the villain now. I'm you the are villain. the villain. I'm I... the villain.
1: Who's going to get so mad at me. I've hit this table about 10 times. he just told me, don't hit the mic. And I think I've hit it multiple times now. Nice. Yeah, you are the villain. I'm, I'm okay, still pretty good. You. I'm like the hero. Love Dr. It's John. Like windy out. Okay. Anyways, yeah, nothing crazy. You? Anything Mm, else?
0: I'm trying to think. What did we do? Oh, it was just, I mean, it's just really hot. Like, I feel like we always love to talk about the weather um, on our podcast, but it affects our lives. And when we first moved here, it was super rainy and super cold. And now we do need some rain. It's really fucking hot.
1: (sighs) I don't want to complain because I feel like all we do is No matter what,
0: we're just going to complain. and It's always going to be about the weather. I
1: wish it would be a little bit. Less hot this weekend because my parents are coming into town. Um, yeah, your
0: parents are coming. So, like,
1: we are really banking on, like, walking around. I never really know what to do. I'm like, how many events do we plan? But it's
0: dry heat. I don't know. I feel like your parents are pretty go with the flow
1: Right. Mostly. Well, my mom likes to walk and shop and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think it'll be too hot for Kobe. We so.
0: wanted to go to the comedy show, but John said no. I don't, like, if I'm... Are you too nervous about with bringing my your mom?
1: Ma- yeah, like if I don't hundred percent know she's going to have a good time with something, I'm not, I don't want to do it. Why risk it? You know, or like, I want to go somewhere first. I'm not going to like wing it, be like, Oh, maybe my mom will like this place. Even though I've never been like, I'm going to, I'm going to try yeah, it out.
0: But you have been, you just don't know like the sets that the comedians are going to do.
1: Right. If, we go to the improv and this guy's talking about like finger banging someone and <laughs> blowing bukkake loads. I'm like, I don't want to be sitting next to my mom during that. Yeah, but I. the think- last time I went to a comedy show with my mom, she actually got us tickets and it was to, I'm going to butcher his name, John Stamos. La- Lacazamo. <laughs> He's from like the pest. He's from, uh, he played Luigi, like. The old school Mario and Luigi movie. I have no idea. Anyways, it was like super raunchy, and I'm just sitting there next to my mom, and my mom's the whole time like,
0: Oh, she like she didn't think it was funny it. though?
1: It was okay. You I know? don't know.
0: I feel like your mom, you have to give her credit. I think she would think
1: I'm the- not knocking would- my mom either. Way, it's uncomfortable for me. The- anything with like s- sexual tension in it, the- that's the last thing I want to see with my mom. Whether it's like a sex scene in a movie, I don't want to do that with my dad either. I feel like we've talked about it on the podcast before. Maybe
0: we could go to the movies.
1: Sure, watch Barbie.
0: I loved Barbie, I'll go see Barbie again.
1: I know, I know you would. I wanna see Oppenheimer.
0: That's true, or we could go see that.
1: Okay, cool. All
0: right, well, I guess we don't have much to update you guys on. Yeah, it was Just a been
1: relaxing week.
0: Working, relaxing, that's it. Moving into questions.
1: Cool conclusion.
0: Cool, yeah, it is cool, John. John, you pulled these, so this is for you. How do you feel about Alex talking all the time? Like, did you just, you were like, I'm going to pull this question. <laughs> I didn't write I that event. question. Love her to death. Just wondering what goes through your mind when you have someone so funny, kind, and talkative by your side. See, you saved it with the funny and kind. Thank you.
1: I mean, I didn't write it. Are you no, thinking, I'm saying to the, the to the
0: listener, right. like, thank you for saving it. because I, I like my it. My feelings were hurt.
1: I'm, I'm glad you talk a lot. You talk for both of us. It means I don't have to do it. Cause it's exhausting trying to like have small talk or think of things to talk about. Even with this podcast, it's great. You talk. You. I'll chime in once in a while. Talk all the time. You do. You just chirp, chirp, chirp all the time. That you want to know why you pass out sitting up, or you could pass (laughs) out immediately. It's because you're so tired from talking all day.
0: I could probably fall asleep right now. I'm sure. No, literally, like this. That's why you can't
1: watch a movie because you're not talking to someone dinner
0: talk to me like i just want to interact
1: i am i'm an active listener not always you're
0: active listener coming from the person who needs every question repeated
1: (laughs) fair enough i do feel like maybe it's also not the best thing though because like we've been in situations before where we went to an event and i was talking to like a brand and like I had like one sentence come out, and then after I'm like, I don't know, I have nothing. I'm blank. What else right, do I like say? You rely
0: on me. Yeah, like bouncing. don't blame me for your inability to communicate with others.
1: <laughs> I'm literally giving you a compliment. No, and know what you're doing. You're just throwing you're it back in my face. Blaming it
0: on me. You're saying it's holding you back because you can't you can't have conversations like an adult. It's not my problem. So what do you do?
1: Cool. <laughs> Anyways, I I was giving you like. Some good and bad okay let other people talk once in a while
0: i'll let you talk the rest of this time i won't answer a single question
1: next question my
0: husband and i have been married for three years we currently live in the same city as both of our parents and siblings we have recently begun to feel overwhelmed by how often our families want to spend time together as we have a lot of other commitments we also want to spend alone time together of course as well Any tips on how to manage time and how to express this to our families without hurting their feelings?
1: Just move without telling them or even talking to them about it. And then once you get to your final destination, be like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm not anywhere near you anymore. So I'll see you once a month.
0: Next question. (laughs) My husband. (laughs) Great advice, John. And that's what happens when John's the only one talking.
1: Right to the point.
0: I don't think that was good advice, though. Move? Yeah, not everyone can move or not everyone wants to move. It's about setting boundaries, Sean.
1: Join the military and just get out of here. Uh, Honestly, yeah, you just need to have the conversation. But we've been there. I mean, when you're around family constantly, then you get bombarded with different events to go to, birthday parties, whatever, and it gets kind of overwhelming.
0: It is tough, but I think that you just have to make it clear that you love your family and you appreciate the time that you spend with them. But you have to be willing to do your own thing. Like you have to do your own thing.
1: Make plans in advance already. So that way you're like, sorry that weekend's booked. And so are the other 15 weekends past that date.
0: It is tough. It's like, I remember that, but if your schedule is just filled, there's nothing that they could do about it. You know what I mean? Like saying that you guys have date night with each other is still something that's on the schedule and still a commitment. Like you don't owe anyone anything. Just saying no or saying that you already have plans is enough of an excuse. And if they take it personally, that's a them problem. That's not a you problem.
1: I think people have this like notion in their head that it's like, well, family time trumps all time. And like, that's just not fair to be that way because it's like oh well you have well we're still doing this like you need to come to this big that i'm not gonna just fit into your like agenda you know
0: because me time and time with your spouse is rejuvenative is that
1: a is that a word rejuvenating
0: Reju- is rejuvenating time you know what i mean so it's necessary to have that time away from family and friends to recharge and again do whatever you want like your schedule is your schedule you can't worry about other hurting other people's feelings especially when you are still putting the effort in to see them agree next question my husband and i have been married for four years he enjoys being kicked in his boys during sex or even just throughout the day what
1: he he uh, he, what (laughs) he likes to get kicked in the nuts
0: i guess that's what his boys (laughs) mean
1: shut the fuck up
0: I still feel kind of... Oh, guys, yeah, John didn't pull this question. I (laughs) did I still feel kind of awkward about it, even though we've been together seven years and married for four. Am I wrong to feel awkward about this? I don't hate it, but it's just a tad weird to me. Alex, I was definitely looking for your input on this one. (laughs) See, so...
1: Set the scene.
0: (laughs) For me... Billy, wait, 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 wait.
1: (laughs) You just guys are just hanging out in the kitchen. Billy turns to you and he's like, all right, Janet... 90% (laughs) 90% Ninety percent <laughs> with this swing.
0: <laughs> See what you, you got, got. your steel boots on?
1: If four. I was her, I'd be more concerned. Like, are they married?
0: Yeah, she they've been married for four years.
1: Do you want to have kids? I don't know if that actually... I mean, I feel like you could damage something down there. She's like, I don't mind it. That's no, crazy. no, no.
0: She's saying, I don't hate it, but she does feel awkward. <laughs> She's like, some of the nuts. John won't even let me look at his nuts, Dude. let alone
1: leave my nuts alone cuz i've been kicked in the nuts so many times maybe
0: like maybe in your soccer? kicks just aren't oh yeah like maybe you don't have soccer play or kicks but maybe go to the gym start working legs and show them that been training it's my whole not life. a great thing to get I've been kicked training in the
1: whole life <laughs> that's fucking wild
0: i don't know i've never heard of that but i'm not going to kink shame if that's something well
1: research into if you want to have kids research into Is getting kicked in the nuts. I just can't imagine that. That's healthy. Sperm count.
0: That can't be healthy. There's a reason why men wear cups on the field and in sports. God. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you would love this question.
1: I'm like, oh god, that sounds so so bad.
0: Maybe we should try it. No. Just kidding. I would never do that to your special
1: boys. Oh my God, that sounds so bad. Honestly, no. I'm going to knock a kink. That's a that's a terrible kink to have. But he's I'll, the one I'll who f-
0: likes it. It'd be it's weird. It's a terrible
1: kink to have. I'm just going to say that. I mean...
0: It'd be terrible if she was the one who was like, I want to kick you in the nuts, but he wants it. So if that's... It'd be like if I was like, John, twist my nipples <laughs> so hard, but worse.
1: I wouldn't be... I wouldn't say no. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> just... You're allowed to feel awkward because I don't think that that is defined as normal. But like, what is kind normal? Of a cool you know? party trick, though? A cool party trick. If he's
1: like, all right, we've been practicing. Okay,
0: but if that's something that he likes to get turned on, and people find that out, like, how do you, like even, you, get a, and how do you even get, he get an, an erection after that? We have questions. I would say go to a doctor. Does he have feeling after that?
1: I don't know. She's probably she's probably kicking that testicle inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be like. <laughs> like pop it back out okay next question
0: next question i quit my teaching job because it was affecting my health i found my dream remote job and i'm feeling happier and healthier however now i'm struggling financially because it doesn't pay enough i've applied to other remote jobs with no luck i know i could get a part-time job at a school easily but i'm fearful that my health will take a downturn balancing two jobs should i get a second job at a school and hope for the best or do i continue waiting until i find another remote job
1: I mean, you need to do, you have to do to survive. But then again, it's like mental health, your mental health versus like financial wealth, right? You know? So I just
0: want to give you credit for teaching at all. Thank you for all the work that you've done and to all the teachers out there. You guys are saints because I don't know that I would be able to do that job.
1: Coming from being a teacher's aide, oh, yeah, I will say, you were. being a teacher is exhausting and I'm not even a teacher just a teacher's aide I was like this is horrible
0: that's such like a this whole question is such a testament to like teaching in general the fact that you had to quit for your mental health and like the finance and the financial well I guess maybe you didn't quit because of the financial element but like teachers need to be paid more with that said I do think that you could find a remote job without having to go into work there's so much remote work out there
1: IT stuff coding but the thing is
0: it's like following up like make sure what do they say like you have to follow up with people nine times so like John and I when we do outreach like if we want to like work with someone and thankfully we have like a team that helps us do outreach but sometimes John and I are like fuck it let's do it too we will blast them with emails and follow up one bajillion times so I just think that you have to be what do they say relentless the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil <laughs> Okay. John doesn't like my analogy. I like it
1: though. Sure. Do you? Or just be relentless. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, keep it up. You got this. Something will come around. Start an OnlyFans. Start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Next question. I don't like my girlfriend's dog. He doesn't get along with other dogs and barks at everything and everyone. We all live together, and when people visit, he is constantly barking. It's annoying to me, and I'm sure to our guest. He has a bark collar, but still barks. And overall, it's annoying. I know getting rid of him is not an option. I'm not a dog hater, even though this makes me feel like one. So what would you suggest I do so I'm more tolerant of the dog and don't let it affect my peace and my relationship with my girlfriend? As she loves this dog, even though she has also expressed that he is not a normal dog. I appreciate your honest feedback.
1: I feel like you're not treating like the core of the problem, like getting the bark collar Is just gonna like?
0: Well, it's supposed to like correct, like you know. I guess a bark collar zaps them, so they're like, "Oh, this is bad behavior." Have you thought about going to a trainer? A
1: trainer would be the first thing to do. But a
0: trainer trains you. Like a trainer does not train your dog. A trainer works with you with how for you to train your dog. Gives you tools on
1: how to train the dog. But
0: you have to be willing to put in the work to train your dog. Like when I went to a trainer for Kobe, it was work with me. It was my uncle and he's a canine unit or he's the head of the canine unit and in North Carolina, whatever. And I was like, so, and I was anticipating him to just like work with Kobe one-on-one and Kobe was going to come out a cop dog and I was just going to have him be fabulous. And then I yeah, he learned. looks he looks like a killer. And I was like, oh shit, I actually have to be the one to work with Kobe.
1: So you were like, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> so who just left?
0: I taught him to sit, to paw. And to speak
1: Wow and um, and to this day he's those are the three things you can boy. do
0: <laughs> but yeah you have to be the one to work with your dog so if you're willing to go to a trainer and invest into that could be worth it but some breeds are just very loud breeds of dogs like my sister's dog annoying as fuck I hate that dog <laughs> but it's it's crazy how I love dogs but a barky loud dog
1: that dog can make is you the so way annoying. it is. Because they did not train that dog. That dog could have been totally different.
0: I don't know. But I think instead
1: they let the dog run around and do whatever the fuck he wants to do.
0: I think it depends. I think it does depend on uh, there's a lot of things the environment, the breed, are they being interrogated are they do they have anxiety? like there's a lot of things that you could look into for the dog like maybe start them on CBD. I'm not a vet. don't you know, please talk to your vet. <laughs> I have no fucking idea.
1: I think I think training is, needs to be first. Training needs to be first before all these other things to go before putting those into effect. But
0: really talk with your vet though. Like I'm sure that they would have plenty of tools for you to help implement so that you don't have to, you know, go fucking crazy cuz it's really annoying.
1: I don't know why I'm thinking of when we did the Purina event and she's like what is your dog motivated by and I'm like nothing, nothing. and he's like TR I'm not going to say it but TREAT
0: Thankfully, he's not a barker though. Like, he's so calm.
1: That would drive me crazy. Yeah.
0: Like, even when we walk Kobe down the street, if Kobe was a barker, it would barker. affect the
1: people, the dogs, yeah, everything. But, but he's... like,
0: he's so good. What an angel. This but just you did means... good
1: because you brought him around all animals, like, all the time when he was younger. Right.
0: Yeah. But best of luck. Yeah. Next question. What are your thoughts on relationships with an ex-parent? My ex-fiance's mom and I were very close. She helped me through a lot and we were always very close in times when I wasn't close with my mom. When my ex-fiance and I broke up, the family breakup was worse than the relationship ending. I have been with my new boyfriend for four years now, though... Through the past four years, my ex's mom and I will message here and there. Nothing personal, but checking in or comments on my photos. She recently asked to get lunch and says she misses me. When I talked to my boyfriend about it, he wasn't comfortable with the idea because his mom and I aren't close. We are just two different people. He played the I'm fine with a card initially, but after talking more, he admitted to not liking the idea. I want to respect him, but this isn't a woman I barely know. This is a woman who had a great deal to do with who I am today. It's hard and it sucks. Help.
1: It's a tough situation. I mean, if she was there for you in a time of need where like your parents or your mom wasn't there, like having an, an adult figure in your life. I mean if she right. helped you with stuff that's tough. He needs to kind of understand that it's not like you're going there to try to like get back in with the family and this get back with ex. This is one of those ex.
0: like situations where it's not as black and white as it normally would be because without that context, I would be like, "No, you shouldn't be getting lunch with exactly. your ex-fiancé's mom." But with that said, like when you when you're dating someone and especially when you were engaged, you are part of the family. Like it is ingrained You're marrying into them, like you build these strong bonds and these strong relationships that it it can be harder because it's almost like your relationship with the person, you know why it didn't work out, but like there's no bad blood between you and the family. So why would there be a reason to stop talking to them? But I think you have to communicate with your current boyfriend what an important person that she was and your intentions.
1: Yeah, make him understand for sure. Because I feel like I would. Would you do it? Like if you were in her situation, same scenario.
0: Like if you and I split up.
1: The same exact scenario, you just And I was her. dating
0: someone else. I would probably keep a relationship with, like with at least Jen. I like could never imagine not being friends with your sister just because like if you and I didn't work out on, it would depend on like why we broke up though too. You know what I mean? Like depending on the situation who supports who, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there's a lot that could muddy the waters there, but I don't know. I feel like your family is my family that it would be so sad. I don't know. I don't know.
1: No, I'd be toxic and be like, you better not be friends with her.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. And that's true too. It's like, do you still talk to your fiance? I don't know. Would you be close with my family? Chris, would you be close with sure. Chris? Just,
1: I just don't think it's an issue. Cause we're also, I don't know. I look at us like we're adults. Right. You know, and I mean, I've been part of your family for over six years now, and it'd be hard to not. And I feel like when I hear from like my parents, friends, they're still close with like their ex's families or like even if they have a kid involved, it's hard to not.
0: I think though, in a situation where a kid isn't involved, it might not be the same. You know what I mean? Because there's right. no tie keeping you to that family or that person, but- I don't know. I just think that in this type of situation, she obviously was a very important figure in your life. I want to know
1: what his... I want to know what the issue is with him, though. Like, is his confidence that low in himself that he feels like...
0: It could also just be a respect thing. Because, like, let's just say flip side, I still had a relationship with my exes. Like, or you still had a relationship with your ex's mom. Like, how would I feel about that? You know what I mean? I'd kind of be like, move on. Why are you holding on to this family? Like, I'm your new family now.
1: Are you... coming from, like, a troubled family past, though, because right. then I would respect that. Like, if you had abusive parents or or non-existent parents and you looked up to them as a role model, then I wouldn't have a problem with Especially
0: it. Especially if, like, you and your boyfriend are close. Like, I have enough trust in you that if you had a relationship... This is what I'm saying. Like, what's yeah. his
1: deal? Like, uh, it's a little too far-fetched. Like, why are you... Petty. Wh- yeah, petty. Anyways, so... I, th- I think you're okay.
0: I think though, it's communicating though. Talk to to him about it. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to your boyfriend about like the importance of who she is and letting him feel secure in your relationship and, you know, reassuring him that you're not there for your fiance.
1: Ex fiance. Ex (laughs) fiance. Get that right
0: next question my husband and i have been best friends for 15 years together for 10. we are still in our 20s and don't plan on having a kid for a few years i low-key want to open our marriage to same-sex intimacy i a female could be intimate with other females only and he could be with other males if he wanted to be i am bisexual but my husband doesn't think he is I'm not okay with opening my marriage to heterosexual relations. If my husband wants to be intimate with a woman, he has me, and vice versa. I also think it would be really hot to see my husband kiss another man. I believe this could spice up our sex life without any jealousy. I don't know if he would feel the same, and I'm too worried to hurt his feelings by telling him I feel this way. Do I bother bringing this up to him, or should I just be happy with what I already have?
1: I like how it seemed the only thing she cared about was what she wants the poor guy doesn't even know if he's bisexual you're just gonna confuse the shit out of him and he's like well if this is what you want i guess i'll try it like what the fuck you know like uh, i think it'd be really hot if he kissed another guy like that's cool and all if that's what he wants but like fuck now you're putting him in this situation where he's like i'm gonna I'm, i'm i don't know if i want to or not and i'm gonna have to make out with this fucking dude so I could turn on my lady, and I hope she thinks it's hot because I want to continue being with her because I love her.
0: I just think, okay, you've been together for 15— or no, you've been together for 10. You've been friends for 15 has this ever been brought up before? Because I feel like, and not that you can't bring these things, these types of things up later, but it kind of would be shocking. Like if roles were reversed and you were like, Hey, let's open our marriage. I'd be like, what? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. It.
1: it Anyways, I just think it's kind of selfish. I, I know you're asking us the question, but it just seems like, a- how it was written seems kind of selfish where you're just thinking about yourself. Well,
0: because you know that you're bi, so you know that you're going to get something out of opening your relationship. Will your husband probably not. Like if he hasn't said that he's bi, he probably doesn't want to kiss another man. And so for him, he's like, well, if we're opening up our relationship, like you get to be with the woman because you're bi and that to you is fulfilling a sexual need. Like, so if he wants to open it up, like I think to be fair,
1: if, if like, he's a if he's a straight heterosexual male, exactly. it's like I guess it would be I would do it with a woman,
0: right? But because you're like,
1: no, I'm not okay with that.
0: I just think that that is a little unfair to your partner when you already know that he said that he's really not open or doesn't think that he's bisexual. Like he might be interested in an open relationship or an open marriage, but then you also have to know that like that applies to him where he's allowed to. It's allowed to be with a straight woman. Right.
1: Cause right now it's basically like him doing something for you. Yeah. So also put into account, like, what if he does do this for you, not really for him? And it, and he like, I don't know, it affects him mentally. Cause it could. And then your relationship might take a toll. I don't know. I just, to bring it up now.
0: I would also ask yourself, like, is is that what you like are you missing something in your relationship and we always say this in every episode that's true though is something why are you bringing this up that like you feel yeah that you need to outsource something sexually like because I think depending on your relationship like a lot of people don't want to be monogamous but it is a mutual decision before getting into your relationship what your standards are and what your boundaries are so I feel like if you didn't go into your relationship with that expectation like what why are you feeling this way now? It's just like deep diving a little bit deeper, being like, hmm, what am I missing?
1: Dive deeper, think a little bit more about him in the situation too, before you like come to a conclusion about talk to talking to him about it.
0: Right. Yeah. I think it's a conversation you can have and should have, but prepare for him to not be excited about it. Next question. I've been divorced for two years and have two kids with my ex-husband. I have been in a new relationship for the past year, and my boyfriend struggles with the fact that I make it a priority to work collaboratively with my ex-husband, even though he's done some messed up stuff to me. My boyfriend is also divorced and only recently started co-parenting with his ex. I'm his first real relationship after 10 years of being single. I'm struggling because in all aspects of a partner, he's amazing, treats my kids right, puts my needs first, you name it, he does it. But he does not respect my feelings when it comes to working with my ex. I have no feelings for my ex. I left him, but I do let a lot of petty things go from him, which bothers my new boyfriend. He will get mad at me for things my ex does, even though it doesn't bother me. And when it comes to drop off slash pickup, he makes me check in with him. I'm at the point where no matter how amazing he is, his issues with co-parenting are starting to outweigh the other stuff. How do I get him to move on? Or can I even?
1: I feel like co-parenting is important. Because you need that relationship to stay established for your children. But, like, he's also co parenting. So, how can he, how does he have the right to say anything to you? about you co-parenting. You know what I'm saying? And he needs to have enough trust in your relationship that again, you've told him multiple times like this, this is strictly platonic. This is for our kids. You know, you got to get over that. I could see anything, whether this was an issue or something else being an issue. If it's something that is constantly brought up, it's going to get annoying either way. So you need to nip that in the blood. I don't know. I mean, I could see it being annoying as fuck, but if he's doing everything else... I wouldn't, like, leave him over that. It's, it's basically, it's just like, she, he doesn't like that she's co-parenting with her ex when he's also co-parenting. Right. But he's constantly bringing it up, like, he, almost like he needs reassurance. Even though he, say, he doesn't like that she's doing it, But he's, and he's always bringing it up, which means it makes me feel like he's not confident enough in their relationship to, and that's why... It, He's talking about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just a little hypocritical.
1: The fact that, yeah, right there. The fact that he's co-parenting, it's hypocritical.
0: When you have kids involved, you, like, I'm sorry, but your relationship doesn't, not that your relationship doesn't matter, but like your kids are your priority at that point. Like, Like when you're dating someone, you're not married. This isn't your husband now. Your kids are taking your priority. Your boyfriend could go fuck himself. Like, just get the fuck over it. This is a situation. You probably don't love it more than he does. Like, what are you going to do? Stop being a fucking baby. Like,
1: there's only so many times you could tell him, like, this is platonic. I am doing this for the kids. Like, do you think I want to be doing this? You know, it's like, like,
0: I feel like stop. Who has time for the bullshit? I know. Like, I'm over it. Like, There's this- so
1: many other things, once again, that are should take priority and you're like
0: yeah he treats my kids right puts my needs first okay he should he fucking should that's the the bar is on the floor and it's like again what are you supposed to like then then don't tell him about (laughs) co-parenting then don't talk about it like is that what he wants a relationship
1: is a team right now he's not being a team player right okay next
0: next question I moved five hours from my hometown about a year and a half ago this was a big step for me moving out in my own new area new job it's been hard keeping relationships with my friends back home I only come to visit maybe two times a year now I've always told them my doors are open for them to come visit me they always have my location over the summer I've seen my friends go on trips and make plans with their other friends yet kind of just abandoned me I've learned that plans don't get made unless I initiate so it just becomes very one-sided I recently came home for a month and didn't reach out to them to see them. Should I feel guilty?
1: Do you want to answer this or go
0: ahead? <laughs> answer it.
1: I mean, that's you're just being petty, but I probably would have done the same fucking thing.
0: <laughs> I think what you have to realize though is when you move away, y- it is on you to put the effort in. Like it is, as we've always moved away, and it's very easy to see how quickly. You, those relationships change just because and I don't want to say out of sight, out of mind, but you're not going to have the same connection anymore. Or if like, I don't know, it, it just, you have to put in a different type of effort. Cause again, it's not like you're right down the street. You have to initiate trips or whatever mutual things, but it, it might just, make
1: some relationships stronger and others like fall the waistline. Kind of like the, it's the opposite of the other question. They move closer to their friends right? and they were like, Oh my God, it's yeah. too much. So, It's a good way to filter your friends out too. (laughs)
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that it is a change in your dynamic, a change in your friendships, the closest ones, your relationships won't change because you'll be able to pick back up where you left off, but you also can't expect people to have the, put in the energy to come see you all the time. Like you're the one that left, you know? And that's like how we feel. Like I wouldn't expect every single family member to come across the country to see us even when we lived down South. I'm like, well, everyone's there. Like we're the ones who left. So I think it's just.
1: That's fine. Devil's advocate it annoys the shit out of me though. If people, when we get, people give us a hard time for not visiting. Right. Cause I'm like, that's the flip side of that. Like. If you're not giving me a hard time, I'm not going to give you a hard time. But if you start bitching at me because I moved to better myself and I need to come visit you, I'd be like, well, you can come fucking visit me.
0: I think the phone works both ways, though. You know, you could still maintain that relationship by calling, FaceTiming, planning trips in between you guys. But yeah, it takes a little bit more effort when you do move away. But that's how you kind of like see who your true friends are at the same time. You know, like it shouldn't really... I don't know that moving has changed the dynamic between my friends. Like... Everyone, even when you live in the same place, everyone's doing their own thing now, anyways.
1: So if they're not giving you a hard time, I wouldn't really like make a big stink about it. But maybe like you might have to put a little more effort into it.
0: Exactly, because also like if you're home, how are they even supposed to know that you're home? And then maybe when you do come home, you ask them to come visit you at your house or whatever, or your, right? Wherever you're saying, you know, I don't know. It's really. Uh, friendships adult friendships especially when like you grow up and you move around can be harder harder to maintain but it it really also shouldn't be hard (laughs)
1: like the good
0: friendships are not hard to maintain i just
1: wouldn't make this into a thing and make it more than it needs to be i could see this spiraling out of control for no reason right so take a step back breathe
0: next question i need some advice regarding my mother-in-law I've been married for six years and my mother-in-law has always been very nice and loving toward both me and my husband. However, she could be a lot to handle for a couple of reasons. One reason I'll get into is that she is a very touchy feely person and stands way closer to me during casual conversations than I'm comfortable with. When she walks up to stand next to me and it feels too close, I take half a step back every time to try to maintain in a comfortable distance but that doesn't seem to get the point across when this happens too many times in a row or when she actually touches my arm it gives me the heebie-jeebies where I just get so annoyed and my anxiety skyrockets recently during a vacation with our new baby I was excited to try out a new toy that I had ordered for him and right as it was time for us to try it out she comes up and stands shoulder to shoulder with me so that she's also right in front of him to watch and start playing with him I seriously can't handle the discomfort of having her hovering that close to me so I end up stepping back and then she takes over playing with him and the new toy i get so irritated to the point where i have to walk away so that i won't say something mean it really bumps me out that she doesn't have the awareness to let me have my own time with him when i'm the one that did all the work to get him to play time feeding change sunscreen etc and then she swipes and takes over during the fun part i'm happy to let her have her own time with him too and i had done that many times already that trip I know it's not malicious, it's just unawareness, but I'm not sure how to handle this going forward. Should I say something to set boundaries? I can't imagine what I could say that would make a difference without being harsh. Do I try to keep trips shorter or just tell myself to get through it and be nice? My husband has offered to say something, but that doesn't feel right. Any advice?
1: Maybe just have the trip shorter. I wouldn't say anything. It's not malicious.
0: Annoyed at like her personal, her lack of self-awareness around personal space. She she just
1: seems like she's a happy person, wants to be with you guys. And like, I I could see why you would get annoyed. I get it. I get it. But you know what? She doesn't live with you. You're doing trips once in a while. Just suck it up because you don't want to f- make her feel some type of way, and then she feels like she needs to like standoffish. Right? And, like you don't want to make her feel uncomfortable either. Yeah. She's and, just she's just trying to spend time.
0: And because to your point, like she's not doing anything malicious. Like she's really not doing anything other than impeding on your personal space. Which for each person, but even her it's seeing different.
1: like even her being like, I set up all this stuff all on, and she plays with the kid. Be like, so fucking what?
0: That's grand grandparents. Right. They just like to swoop in there. Look at it
1: this way: Would you rather have that or a grandparent that doesn't give a fuck about you or your kid?
0: True. I mean, it, so it basically, is a you're balance. blessed.
1: But you're you're blessed. You got somebody who loves you, loves the grandkid, and wants to spend time with you. As annoying as it is, like I wouldn't say anything.
0: I also don't think that you should be like toxically positive about it though either. Like if it is something that, oh, like, she's overstepping in a way that you know is inappropriate when you've. Done a lot of the work like maybe ask her to help you and assist with some things like help clean up the toys or set some things up like you have to communicate what you want as well not everyone's a mind reader but and like again just because you know it's great that you have this relationship and a grandma who cares it doesn't mean that like you're not allowed to like feel annoyed as well you know but I think to your point like have you ever known someone who's like just in your personal space though like it can yeah, bug you,
1: of course. Like I, I can relate with this person, but like I'm not gonna. You're
0: like Alex. You, you're always in my <laughs> personal space.
1: I don't know. It's that's. I think it's just so minuscule that I wouldn't say anything, especially if it's just a trip. She doesn't live with you, and she just wants to spend time with you guys. Because I'm sure she feels like she doesn't get enough of it, so she values the time that she has with you. So, just I would take a back seat. Agreed. Well, you said she. You should say something.
0: No, I think that if it crosses a boundary, like if if you want to communicate your needs for assistance, then you could do that. But I think to say something about her like standing too close to you and like just annoying you, I don't I think that that's just you're probably just overstimulated, honestly. Like, right. you probably just need a lot of me time at this point. And having your mother-in-law around not helping or assisting is probably just getting on your last nerve.
1: Is she not helping? Well, she's just she's saying, just like, saying, no, she's, she's p- the
0: one who's changing her son, doing the sunscreen, and then her her mother-in-law, like, swipes him away. to pl- Not play for nothing. Him. It's not your the
1: mother-in-law's fucking duty to do, to do that. Like, she did it. Your parents did it for you and his parents did it for him. Like as a grandparent, their time is to just enjoy their time and spend time with their kids. I don't like people saying well, like can
0: sure, they can help. Sure they can help,
1: but that's not their fucking job. You're the parent. Like I hate that. Like they've done their time. Don't put them the fucking work. That's on you. You're the one who had the kid.
0: I mean, while I agree, I'm just saying devil's advocate. She probably is just like an- annoyed. Like she's probably just again. I just annoyed. don't like
1: that people I feel like people have kids and they're like, the grandparents will, will take care of them. Like Yeah, but that, I
0: mean, it's hard to do it alone. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, her that's husband... like people
1: saying, why, why don't you have a kid? Like, who's going to take care of you when you're older? Like, that shit's so annoying.
0: Well, if anything, your husband should be helping you with these tasks. You shouldn't be looking True. at your mother-in-law to be... You know what I mean? I'm just saying that, like, maybe if her husband is out and it's only her and her mother-in-law, I don't know what the dynamic is, but I can see a situation in which she needs assistance she's doing all this legwork, and then the mother-in-law is like oh he's ready to play i'm taking him you know i'm just saying devil's advocate.
1: okay all right devil's but i get out. your point right okay cool
0: next question my best friend started dating a girl who has been giving off ho vibes right from the jump i told him not to pursue it but he did anyway Fast forward six months later, he spends every day with her and sleeps over at her apartment all the time. He has yet to introduce her to anyone except me for a brief hi and bye. The one time we go out together, he goes to put his empty bottle away and she turns around and approaches a guy right in front of me and my girlfriend and says, I love your shirt, can I take a picture? And then she asked him for his Instagram so she could send him the picture. I bitched her out and told her that was unacceptable and disrespectful. And then they got into a big fight and he ended up leaving her. Was I in the wrong for getting mad at her, especially because he is considering forgiving her?
1: No, I don't think so. I think, what a good friend you are. You know, you're trying to... The fact that she just did that, like you're preventing him from starting a terrible relationship
0: i think that there is probably a reason why you had like heightened senses about it probably wasn't
1: just how it wasn't probably just her saying it it was by the interaction her body language right
0: it's also the fact of like you're willing like the fact that she's willing to exchange information with another guy in front of his friends i mean like i will say she's not interested in your friend. Like, she might be having her cake and eating it too, but, like, I think you did the right thing by speaking up. I don't know if you should have been the one to bitch her out. I don't know if that's necessarily the right way to go about it, but I think voicing your opinion to your friend. I mean, it's too late, though. You already did bitch her out, so.
1: Was your friend going to stop talking to you because you tried helping him? You should just keep saying, like, you're welcome.
0: The only issue is it's, like, now he's considering forgiving her. I just think that there's a reason that there were red flags. In the Whatever. Beginning. Well, then he
1: can fucking forgive you too for trying to help him.
0: I also think too, like people will eventually reveal themselves, you know, like if they're together long enough, like let's say he forgives her. They, they stick it out. They end up dating. Like if it's not meant to be, it won't work out. So I do think that like, you've already given your opinion. There's only so much that you could do in that situation. Like, I think you kind of just have to let your friend navigate this road himself.
1: And maybe that puts her in check a little bit i doubt it but you can at least try to tell yourself that
0: mm, But yeah i think that if she's already doing that this early on for the she's, streets she's i mean not that she, she just maybe doesn't like your friend that much she's just like seeing what her other options are saw that she's for the streets she just hasn't met the right guy yet
1: she's with another guy Okay,
0: but now she's she was seeing what her options were. She should have broken up with him, but or not. This been This is why with the him.
1: internet doesn't like you, Alex. You're being devil's advocate. She's just being devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> saying that
0: like it's not like they were married or like, I know, but actually... she was literally
1: on a double date at a restaurant or whatever the fuck they were doing, and then she turns around and is like asking for another guy. I'm not like,
0: saying what she did was right, but I'm saying you're like she's for the streets. Like she just didn't like she was obviously shouldn't have been in a committed relationship, and I don't think that they. Well, I guess six months later, they spend every day together. She literally like, says
1: she has ho energy. What does that mean? What does hoe energy mean?
0: She likes to garden, the streets.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, done.
0: Should we talk about our ex, John? Jump into our ex. I have What's two your ex. with me?
1: Well, I have two ex. One's kind of mo- whatever. Oh my what?
0: <laughs> Did you drink enough coffee today?
1: It's not me. You're boring or too much.
0: <laughs> me? You're like, ooh. I'm trying to like. Spice it up and be devil's advocate. And you're like, you're the villain. No, because
1: then you get mad later when you're like, people say mean things about me. I'm like, well, you devil's advocate. You
0: don't play devil's advocate anymore. You used to. And then you were the bad guy. And now you're like, I'm going to give the good advice. So you take over that. I
1: am John, the love doctor.
0: No, you're not. Mm
1: -hmm. Villain.
0: Alex is a villain.
1: All right. My (laughs) ick is, I don't know if I talked about this already. Our morning routine. It's like a, it's like a competition. Who's going to wake up? Who's going to wake up and then do the morning chores? Because I feel like oh even God. now you wake up and you still don't do it. Putting food in Kobe's bowl, giving him his one joint treat, <laughs> and then the joint other joint treat that goes with peanut butter. You wait for me to do that John, every fucking morning. I, don't I wake up and you're sitting you. there reading your book. I'm like, oh, I guess I have to do it. And then I have to let him out. And then I'm like, you're you're John. sticking his paws in the flesh purse <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs>
0: I wait until Kobe's up. If you're still sleeping, that's such he's, a
1: that's such a cop he out. He
0: sleeps in there with that's you. Such,
1: all you have to do is cocoa.
0: Because it's so loud, like dumping the food into his bowl. So I'm not gonna wake you up.
1: Oh,
0: and see, you really care that's about That's what me? it is. Because Alex, I don't want to wake you up, but then like you want to wake me up. So you eat his his food into the bowl. Oh, so it's so loud. So I get at up. No, that's why. straws. No, that's why. You're that's why. At straws. Because when you're up, when we're both up at the same time, then I'll do it. But when you get up first, you do it. And when I get up first, I wait until you wake up. So then I don't wake you up by by doing those. Cause Kobe's still asleep too. Look at him, he's asleep right now.
1: I make you coffee.
0: I don't like to drink too coffee. Too better. Too better. For the first time. What's your ick? My ick? No, don't you have another one?
1: I'll go yours, then mine again. Well then
0: I have to think of another <laughs> we'll one. Do whatever so you I want. Can have two. My ick with you is that-
1: I'm just so amazing. It's, if we're going to grocery
0: shopping, and because like you don't let me drive, even though you're a terrible driver- You're lucky, because that was going to be mine. What, that you're a terrible driver? No, no,
1: no, about a grocery store.
0: You back up into spaces every time. Like Whenever, just listen, whenever I'm like a passenger- No, I agree.
1: I, I agree. I fucking forget. Every time. I know. You look
0: back into a space, and I'm like- we need to open the trunk. We need to like you'll back up into a wall if we're in a parking deck. You'll back up to a, another car, and I'm like, I hate we to pull need
1: to... in. I like to back in.
0: But what? Just pull the fuck it's in. It's better than or, like this time. You didn't even back in. You pulled into the space and then pulled into the second space, so that you were it was like a back that way I don't top. have to
1: back out. I could just go boop right out.
0: But then when you're loading your groceries, what in, if it's, it's an annoying. emergency
1: instead of having to like back up? Look, I just take off
0: okay well then you just always have to load your groceries in from the side
1: my ick also has to do with the grocery store today one my icks for both of us we never
0: make a list ever
1: bring any bags i know never because we cook all the time so we're always at the grocery store and we have to pay five cents per bag Every time. But I
0: like getting them from Trader Joe's because I use them for recycling. You know? Sometimes Like I put them on the side and then I put the recycling in them. The paper bags. Never
1: remember them ever. And then everyone looks at us like, you're polluting the earth because you didn't bring your recyclable bags or reusable bags. Well, we're not
0: using plastic bags we're getting.
1: At Vons, we use the plastic bags. Ralph's or whatever Ralph's but then my ick with you at the grocery store is we're, we're bagging and you don't know bagging protocol yes, at I all
0: do. you put like the hearty things at the bottom and then like the loosey-goosey soft things on the top
1: do you because what did you do I you was... took your graham cracker cakes you put it down and then you're putting all these heavy glass bottles on top like you're gonna break the the, the fucking what is what is that anyway rice, rice cakes
0: I was I'm a good loader I'm a good loader. Okay. Yeah, I am. And who cares? Like, you don't eat those. I do. And I did not put those on the bottom. You're telling me that that bothers you. Get the fuck over it.
1: That was my ick. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Like, subscribe, email, comment. We forgot to tell you that earlier. We want those reviews. Read a review. Okay. I will. I will read a review. Boop, 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 boop boop ride english thank you for this podcast five stars i discovered alex and john on facebook instagram reels when i saw they have a podcast i knew i needed to start listening asap i have a lot of catching up to do but i'm already obsessed with the content this couple provides between hilarious reels and this podcast thank you guys for being real forever an a and j fan
0: oh thank you thank you Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you want to email us, you could reach us at hello at giveittoemestraightpodcast and you could find us at Give It To Me everywhere.
1: All right, guys, see you later. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.